Hi, everyone. Um, hi, it's been a while. Um, I haven't been able to record a new podcast episode for several months or almost a year, actually. Um, and it felt like these events happening in Israel right now were a good time to jump back on board. Um, so let's get directly into it. So what's happening right now in Israeli politics is that Netanyahu is scurrying to try to get a coalition together by midnight Israel time, which is, we are now, it's now 8.15 in Israel. So four hours from now, Netanyahu has to present the government to the, um, to the president. And if he fails to do so, then the game is afoot. So one thing that might happen is, we might be looking at someone else trying to assemble a government. Netanyahu will lose the mandate and someone else will get it. Or um, new elections will be called, which is what Netanyahu is trying to organize as a plan B in order to prevent someone else from, um, um, from being able to, to assemble a government without him or not in his leadership. Um, and I'm going to quickly go through a bit about the deadline, how we got to this situation, how incredibly unprecedented, and what's at stake. A lot is at stake in this case. Essentially, in certain ways, one might actually say that what's at stake is um, the basic foundations of Israeli democracy. So not necessarily if Netanyahu succeeds in assembling a government, democracy is gone tomorrow, but we're entering into a process that might erode basic tenets of Israeli democracy. Okay. So we'll talk about that. I'll explain shortly what's hanging. Um, and, um, and let's see what sense we can make out of this whole thing. Um, I'm not going to be able to predict anything. So towards the end, I'll say something about why people who follow Israeli politics closely might be the least capable um, in making any sense of what's going right now, or at least predicting successfully what's going to happen right now. So... Once somebody gets tasked with assembling a government in Israel, they have to come and they have to assemble a coalition and get 61 out of the 120 members of Knesset to support them, or at least have um, a Knesset majority that's voting in favor of their government, expresses trust in the language of Israeli law. If they can't achieve a trust majority, that is, if either they're voted down or there's a tie in the Knesset regarding their government, then um, the law dictates that the mandate goes back to the president who can then assign a new member of Knesset to assemble a government and be the prime minister. That is if the Knesset doesn't pass a law to, uh, to call a new election. So I'll come back to that possibility. But first, um, what's happening right now in light of this requirement that you get a majority to support your government? So the results of the current... The, elections that were held a month and a half ago were um, that the right-wing bloc had about 65, depends on how you count, 65 seats in the Knesset. But five of those seats, so half of the seats of the Knesset are within Netanyahu's coalition. They all stated they'd go with him. Coalition talks were progressing um, amicably. But five of those seats belong to a party headed by Avigdor Lieberman, who's this very complicated Israeli politician very solidly on the right, but also very solidly secular. His base is Russian immigrants, so or immigrants from previous from former Soviet Russia, to be exact. Um, and these people are very committed to a secular lifestyle in Israel. And Lieberman posed this one 
those requirements to join the coalition, a very strong law that would require the ultra-Orthodox to go into the military or pay some sort of price if they don't, if they don't meet quotas of joining the military. And um, the ultra-Orthodox refused. Netanyahu needs both parties. Um, and Lieberman was stalling. And it seemed like he was stalling and he would at some point, you know, agree to some um, middle-of-the-way compromise. But actually, what seems to be happening right now is, is that he's stonewalling. He's not willing to take anything less than the full agreement to his, um, to his, to his demands, which the ultra-Orthodox cannot agree to. Um, Netanyahu tried offering all sorts of offers, um, and he's got until midnight tonight to convince, it seems like, Lieberman to join his government. Um, what's... In, Lieberman, in the past, what would happen in this situation is we would assume that um, Lieberman is just playing his hand as powerfully as possible, as strongly as possible, and will acquiesce in the last possible moment, maximizing his, uh, his benefits. That's not what's going on right now, at least according to the panic in the system. So the system is behaving as if, um, as if Lieberman's um, commitment to his demands are such that it's very likely that the government doesn't form by midnight and Netanyahu loses the mandate. Now, the reason Lieberman is in such a powerful position to negotiate is because Netanyahu is trying to do something unlikely, which is get full immunity from legal proceedings against him. If you've listened to the podcast in the past or have been following Israeli politics, you know that he's facing serious allegations of bribe and all sorts of other fraud and graft um, charges. So he's trying to avoid the indictment that he's probably going to face in at most six months. And he was willing to uh, pass a stronger Knesset member immunity law or acquire that as the first move. That didn't seem to pan out. Then the next move was to cancel all ability by the courts to challenge decisions by the other, by the other um, branches of government. So the courts wouldn't be able to review not just laws, but government decisions and Knesset committee decisions in order to prevent the, law, the, the courts from forcing the Knesset to, to repeal Netanyahu's immunity and, and force him to go to trial, essentially. But that would have far-reaching consequences. So if those who, joining, who joined us right now were talking about the fact that Netanyahu doesn't have the numbers for a coalition, um, he really needs one in order to avoid indictment. He was willing to go as far it seemed as passing laws that would repeal the ability of the courts to review decisions by the Knesset, by the legislature, or by the government. Um, and that would help him, but it would also undercut the basic tenets of democracy, which allow for some review of the actions of government by an external power, in this case, the courts. Okay, so, so far so good. So Lieberman seems to not be joining. He might give in in the net, in the next three and a half hours. If he doesn't give in, Netanyahu has two options. He can give up the mandate and faces charges as any other member of Knesset would, which is a very risky proposition, or he could try and risk another election, in which case um, he might win again, might get a more favorable coalition, and enter into negotiations in a better position than he is right now. He seems to be betting on that the problem is he needs a majority, an actual majority of the members of Knesset to do that, 61. Unclear that he has those 61. At the same time that he's negotiating to get the Knesset to disperse tonight, 
and that he's trying to form a government with Lieberman, he's trying to pick off members of the, the, the opposition. So just a few ideas. He offered labor um, that he wouldn't advance any immunity or uh, law that would repeal the power of the courts. They, that was an hour ago, and they just announced that they declined this offer. Um, he's offered an Ethiopian member of Kaholavan, Benny Gantz's party, actually Lapid's party, um, that the remainder of Ethiopian Jews, several thousand Ethiopian Jews that are still stuck in Ethiopia and haven't been granted citizenship in Israel, would be brought to Israel, allowed to make Aliyah and naturalize in Israel. So in order to form a coalition, he was willing to solve a problem that governments haven't been able to solve for years. Now members of the opposition are reporting that they're being offered ambassadorships if they say yes. So he's really desperate. Does this mean that we're not going to see elections, that we're going to see elections tonight? Unclear. Smart money is. Anybody who knows Israeli politics will tell you that the smart money is on a coalition forming by midnight that in the last possible moment, somebody will pull a rabbit out of a hat and a government will form. But there's an epistemological problem here. We have a problem in knowledge, which is anyone who knows anything about Israeli politics is probably the least capable person of expressing an opinion right now. Because what does it mean to be an expert of the system? It means that we know the rules by which it's usually run. But these are not regular rules. We're not in regular politics right now. Every sign is indicating that we're in uncharted territory. And when we're in uncharted territory, the, pe the people least capable of explaining what's going on or predicting where we're going to go are the people using outdated maps. We might just be using, and I'm including myself in this, outdated maps. Because if you ask me right now, what I'll tell you is it's likely that Netanyahu will be able to form a government by, by tonight. But it's unclear that he's going to be able to do that. So what's the opposition doing at the same time? They're trying to filibuster in order to prevent the Knesset from passing um, a dispersal bill. And to filibuster long enough in order to allow the president to charge a new member of Knesset with the responsibility to form a government. I don't think that's going to work. Filibusters in Israel aren't as powerful as they are in the U.S. Senate. Um, but it might. Again, the problem of uncharted territories and experts in those waters um, raises its ugly head. So very fascinating. Continue following. I'll probably post some update when things solidify. But if you want to figure out what's going on right now, the short answer is Netanyahu doesn't have the numbers to form a government. It doesn't look like a bluff. It actually seems like he really doesn't have the numbers to do so. And if he doesn't have the numbers to do so, by tonight, we're either looking at, or in the next few days, we're looking at someone else trying to assemble a government, maybe Benny Gantz, maybe someone else from the ranks of the Likud. That's problematic for a whole host of other reasons. And if nobody else is forming government, what Netanyahu would rather happen is that the Knesset votes to disperse and that Israel within the next three months, but probably sooner, but within the next three months is looking or within the next three months or five months, I need to look at the law again, in the next few months is looking at another elections. So very dramatic. Hopefully I'll be able to update you soon or I will be able to update you soon. Thanks for joining. Have a great day.